S-T. Call Strong Build, the most comfortable call you'll ever make. Hello, what is happening? It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 792 Sons, most stimulating talk. So glad you are here with me on this Monday, April. I'm sorry, what is what is it? Thursday. Thursday, April 16th. It's all flowing together. It's like Groundhog Day every day. That must be nice. I get up. I have a tough commute to work. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll talk about your situation and during the break. Right? Whatever. So uh, three things I think. Oh, you stop it. Three things I think you need to know brought to you. By Strongbill Plumbing, Air, and Solar. Number one, uh, the president this afternoon apparently is going to lay out a plan to reopen the economy in at least 29 states. We have to be one of them. We have to be one of them. And I and well, more on this. This is like a huge, this should be the biggest story in the country. And it's like, eh, it's like people aren't taking it seriously. They just, the media is mad about it. We'll get to that. Second thing, I think you need to know is that uh, Fox News reports, and Trump didn't deny it, by the way, didn't confirm it, didn't deny it, that the Chinese virus, shockingly enough, started in the Chinese lab in Wuhan. And apparently the Chinese uh, researchers and the Chinese commie government wanted to try to figure out if and prove that they were better than us, better than Americans, when it comes to uh, working with, um, with viruses. How'd that work out, morons? Way to go. Now, thousands of, tens of thousands of Americans died because you suck at these things. You're never going to be as good as us, you commies. Third thing I think you need to know, I don't know if it's coincidence that we had the doctor on the phone yesterday from Scottsdale and firing off letters to the governor, but all of a sudden, Governor Ducey uh, tells the Capital Times, yeah, so I'm thinking about uh, reinstating elective surgeries. Some elective surgeries will start probably in the rural hospitals and then the urban ones. Uh, when I see data, and it's not fast enough, but the fact that he's now considering it because he's just not that bright of a guy. Um, I don't know if it's the pressure or not, but that's a good sign, and I think things are going to change quickly. Three things I think you need to know. So I'm watching the news conference yesterday, and I see the president. It was like in the first two minutes, two or three minutes, President Trump just all of a sudden is like, so yeah. About, uh, you know, the whole, like, uh, about the, uh, this whole, uh, nobody's working and stuff. We're going to get back to work. Wait. And I'm like, what, 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 what just, did he just, why are there no big deals about the, the media should be leading with this? We, the whole country, except for morons and people, I shouldn't, people ill-informed want to get back to work, right? They want to get back to work. Do you have 97 ready, Ryan? It's literally like. I mean, a minute into him speaking yesterday, maybe even less, he says this. There should be alerts everywhere. This is what the president said. Here we go. The battle continues, but the data suggests that nationwide we have passed the peak on new cases. Okay. We have passed the peak. This is a big 
Big deal. So, yeah, past the peak, right? Past the peak is kind of a big deal. And I get that. But then when he went uh, full Trump, full Trump, and it was it was pretty epic. He actually came out and said, you know what else we have? We, we have the opportunity because of this to continue. Yes, we, we, we can do this. I want you to hear from my, this is, this is a big deal. Listen to this. Here we go. Hopefully that will continue and we will continue to make great progress. These encouraging developments have put us in a very strong position to finalize guidelines for states on reopening the country which we'll be announcing. We're going to be reopening. talking about that tomorrow. We'll be having a news conference tomorrow sometime. Meaning today. In the afternoon, we're going to be announcing uh, guidelines, and we'll be talking about various states, and it's very exciting. It's been a horrible time to see such death. Yeah. Various states, and it's going to be exciting, and I'm like, whoa. Whoa. Did he just say that? Did he just say he is literally going to all of a sudden open up certain states in this country? Guideline? If he's going to drop this uh, this good bomb on today, a Thursday, wouldn't you think that maybe Monday could be the day where everything kind of opens? It, if not, like all of a sudden just hard open, just step, whatever it is. Let's get back to work, right? Let's get back to work. Let's make it happen. So how do you know which states it is? And by the way, I'm watching this and I'm like, why isn't anybody making a big deal of this? This is a huge deal. This is big. Ryan, can you play 99? This is now uh, 40 something minutes later and he's taking questions. The president was asked a question about this kind of a thing by somebody in the media, and this is what happened. Here we go. I would say that we have 20 states at least, but you really have 29 that are in extremely good shape. You have others that are getting 29. much better. And I think with almost a few exceptions, you have every state that is either doing better or on the way to doing better. Yeah. And I, you know, we have to be one of those 29 states. I mean, we are not getting nailed like these other states have uh latest uh as of yesterday morning 30 or yesterday 3,962 cases out of 7.3 million people 142 people unfortunately died out of 7.3 million people and now we have some fear-mongering by the way in the media there was a story i saw uh that uh, uh the pima county health director dr bob england it's true now he's like listen you can't put a lot of stock into into these current things because the testing results are like eight days behind and that was almost the headline. And then I'm reading it, and they're like, because they have to ship out the uh, the testing to labs, not not to because the state's doing just a small fraction. Private labs are are doing the testing for us here in Arizona for the most part. And some of them, it takes anywhere from like a day to like I, I think eight, nine, ten, eleven days to get the results back. So like, so we're always behind. Great. Okay. What do you want? What do you want to say? Five thousand out of seven point three million. What do you, how do we know, by the way, what these deaths, they still haven't said in, in classifying these deaths, what the uh, comorbidity is. Did they have heart troubles? Did they have other pre-existing conditions? They are saying it sometimes, 
So if that's the case, if you're healthy, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. So, I mean, this is a gigantic deal. The president has said he's going to put guidelines out today. So what does that mean for Arizona? Well, Doug Ducey, what do you want to say about Doug? Doug Ducey, the governor, um, how do I put it? Uh, My gut tells me this. Doug Ducey will come out and say something once Trump says it's okay. No guts. Leadership? Eh, no. Does the guy, again, everything was proven. I can't tell you how many people came up to me. Uh, at least six feet away, by the way. Called you. me, messaged me, texted me. Yeah, exactly. After Ducey's horrific town hall in the first five, six minutes when... He had no answers. Like, again, I don't even think he knew what was in his own executive order. I think it was put together by staff. This is my, my, my opinion. Put together by staff. Put it out there. And all of a sudden, you're like, you have to stay away from people. But you can go get your hair cut where a person is literally breathing on you. Which, whatever. I had no problem with it. You know, freedom. If you don't want to get it, don't get it. If you do want to get it, do get it. I don't care. We could all use a haircut, right? We could all. Women, no offense. Women, I know they're like, I need to get my hair colored. Because their true selves are about to be revealed. So I get it. I get it. But when he was asked, why why do you want people to stay away from each other, but it's okay to go get a you know, salon and this? Well, uh, he had no good answer, which means they didn't prep him, which I'm like, first off, his team didn't prep him. Secondly, how could he walk into this not expecting to get drilled about that and have something good to say? And then also the next day he changed it. All right, salons, barbershops, you're closed. I, I, you know, so I think once Trump comes out, then you'll see something from Ducey maybe tomorrow and uh, he'll just ride the coattails after he does. He has no respect for the president and anything else because he's just a globalist kind of a guy that does what he's told like a McCain person. Um, That's what's going to happen. I know, Garrett, how could you be so... This is my opinion. You could think I'm wrong. It's fine. Whatever. I don't care. Uh, we'll get more of this. What do you think, by the way? This is gigantic news that the president said we're going to reopen the economy. And it's basically kind of like, eh. I mean, is it... I didn't even see any news stories, really. I, I'm, I looked at the websites, the local TV stations. I'm like, do they have anything about that? Trump says going to issue guidelines to reopen the economy. Huge. Nothing. Nothing. I don't get it. I'll never get it. But that's okay. It's uh, it's not for me to get. We will continue. Do not go anywhere. Uh, more on this. Uh, more on this uh, situation going on. We're going to have that Winslow interview. The uh, store owner's son is going to join me at 7.05 this morning. Um, and the last thing I was told is it looks like there was some backing down from the city of Winslow and the mayor. But uh, we'll get the latest and find out really what happened. Not being reported well in the media. They just pretty much parroted what was in the uh the press release from the Winslow Police Department. That's all that happened there. Do not go anywhere. I would hate for you to miss any of this uh, because it is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792, sounds most. Else visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Yes, hello, it is 
Your morning ritual. Thanks for hanging out. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Uh, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like me and follow me. I'm always putting things up there. I'm always uh, trying to update you with all kinds of great stuff. Uh, it's great. At Garrett Lewis on Twitter as well. 50 outside right now. Going to be 86 and sunny today. 85 and sunny tomorrow. Uh, did you see the pictures? By the way, 90s looking like ne- and the next week could be in the 90s. So uh, did you see also, by the way, the pictures of uh, of Michigan? They had the big, and Lansing, they had the big uh, Operation Gridlock after that wacko governor is like, just because you own two homes doesn't mean you can actually drive to the home, okay? I, I for, I'm the governor. I forbid you to get in your car and drive from one home you own to another home you own. You lose that freedom. Wait, what? So they, they had enough in Michigan, and they drive all the way uh, to, to uh, Lansing, and she closed the, uh, to order the state police to close the exits. Close all the exits so don't let people get off and they can't get into Lansing. Meanwhile, there were so many, there were thousands of people there. Uh, and did you see, they had snow on the ground. How lucky are we? It was 80 and sunny yesterday, going to be 86 and sunny. Yeah, they had snow on the ground there in Lansing, Michigan. People, free, She said they're expecting 30 inches of snow. Tell you what, this global warming's a killer, isn't it? Oh, is it bad? It's terrible. Um... They are uh, they are nuts. They are crazy. There, these the, the this this chick is just I think as bad as Ducey is. He's nothing compared to this one. And by the way, what I want to know is I I can't wait to see what this nut job Regina Romero is going to do. The mayor of Tucson say Trump's going to come out today and say, all right, this is the roadmap for you to get back to work, right? And 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 then I guarantee you we are one of the twenty nine states. We have to be right. I mean, come on, how are we not? And how long will it be until Regina Romero speaks with her own uptick in a way that McSally does too and says that she is totally against it and is going to try to use her authority as mayor of Tucson to try to keep people closed. And at that point, by the way, if that happens, if you are in Sawarita, if you are in Marana, if you are in Oro Valley, you better get your act together and try to get every business that's in Tucson and say, come here. You know she's going to try to fight it. She's, a, she's out of her mind. She's, in, she's insane. She's crazy. She's crazy. And did you hear about this? California's insane. I don't know what people are thinking there. You hear what the governor, Gavin Newsom, wants to do? He wants to give, at from the taxpayers in California, $125 million to illegal, alien, illegal aliens to bail them out. $125, $125 million. He wants to give 500 bucks per person to 150,000 poor illegal immigrants. But what is 500 bucks going to get you in, uh, in California? Cup of coffee? <clears throat> What is going to get you? California, according to the Associated Press, will give cash payments to immigrants living in the country illegally, Gavin Newsom announced Wednesday. Using a mix of taxpayer money and charitable contributions to give 150,000 adults 500 bucks each during the Chinese virus outbreak. 500 bucks. Can't forget the illegals. I, I mean... 
Americans are suffering. American jobs are gone. And in California, he's doing everything he can to try to make sure illegal aliens, people that have broken the law, that have lived on the government dole, uh, that are getting benefits that they have no right to receive. California wants to give them $125 million. And guess what? Gavin Newsom says... Californians should be happy about that. Quote, we feel a deep sense of gratitude for people that are in fear of deportations that are still addressing essential needs of tens of millions of Californians. He said 10% of the state's workforce are immigrants living in the country illegally. And they pay more than $2.5 billion in state and local taxes last year. Really? How do you know that? And if you know that, I'd like to know who they are so we can deport them. How do you know that? And considering American jobs are gone, shouldn't they have those jobs? Shouldn't Americans have those jobs? Well, they don't want to do that. How do you know? How do you know? This is crazy. By the way, this is after the mayor of Los Angeles announced a $1,500 subsidy to L.A. residents, including illegals. 56,000 applications submitted on the first day, according to the Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti, who also, like Regina, encouraged people to snitch on businesses that were open. Don't worry if you haven't gotten through. There's still two more days, he said. There's a no-fee debit card available to city residents whose total household income fell below the federal poverty line in the uh, before the Chinese virus crisis began. And then they had their income reduced by at least another 50%. Cards are 700 bucks, 1100 bucks, $1,500. And uh, again, you don't have to prove you're here legally to get it. Yep. There you go. Democrats want that. Forget Americans. Continue to go into debt. They're crazy. Uh, more coming up. Do not go anywhere. Oh, do I have so much more. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, we will get into the uh, the whole situation with the uh, the Chinese virus at about 640 this morning. Um, but some good news out of New York. We will get to that coming up on Dynasty. Just so you know, you can listen at home by telling Alexa, play KNST on iHeartRadio. Yeah, enjoy the stimulation. Morning Ritual, Gary Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Do you remember all of the uh, the complaining and crying and everything Andrew Cuomo was doing? We're going to have these people die. I need 40,000 ventilators. I need 30,000 ventilators. Then Trump would come out and say, I don't think you need that many ventilators. The media would say, you just want people to die. You're not helping. Blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what? Andrew Cuomo is now giving away ventilators. He, you don't believe me? He's giving them away. 107. 107, Ryan, if you don't mind. Andrew Cuomo, whose brother uh, didn't listen to him and was uh, hanging out outside close to people with the Chinese virus. I believe his wife, yeah, his wife now has it, which is sad, uh, but she'll be all right. Listen to this. Here we go. On the ventilators, we've stabilized our health care situation. New York had one of the earlier curves. 
There are other places in this country are now seeing increases in the death rate, and they're seeing stress mm. on their health care system. I will never forget the generosity that people across this country showed to our state. And I said at that time, New Yorkers are generous, and they are grateful and gracious, and when you need help, we will be there for you, and we will be. The uh, state of Michigan is going through an issue right now. The state of Maryland is going through an issue. We're stabilized. We're going to send 100 ventilators to Michigan and 50 to the state of Maryland. All of a sudden, he's giving them away. He needed them. He needed them so much. I need all these hospital beds. I need all this. I need all that. They were not overwhelmed. They were not overwhelmed. Well, how about that? So Trump's going to uh, going to say again, let's get back to work. Uh, the media was like incensed. How do you do this? How do you get the balance? We're going to have sound bites coming up. But we just had uh, numbers come out. And you'll get an update again from Fox in just a second. And we have uh, now 22 million total jobless claims over the past four weeks. 22 million. And we have governors. I'm watching Phil Murphy on Tucker's show. We have sound bites coming up as well. He's sitting there saying, we got to stay closed till probably June. You can't do that. You can't. There are things that need to get worked out. Trump's going to give the guidelines. One thing that I think is 100% necessary, because if someone doesn't want to go back to work, fine, don't go back to work. There needs to be some kind of protection where some employee going back to work, then all of a sudden gets the Chinese virus and wants to sue their employer over it. That can't happen. If you choose to not go back, don't go back. You get in your car, you drive to work, get in a car accident, you'll sue your employer. That needs to happen. We'll continue. We've always 22 minutes. We can't stop. I, these All these morons that are sitting here, we got to wait till July. DC, we're going to wait another 30 days. You people are insane. We can't do this. We can't. It's impossible. We got hoodwinked. Guess what? You keep this up, we're never going to listen again for the next pandemic. We're never going to listen. We'll continue. We got uh, where the Chinese virus came from and more great things that Trump said yesterday as well. All coming up. DevZone.org. Ah, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Thank you. Garrett Lewis with you. It is your morning ritual here on KNST AM 792 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes. You know, until I saw what they did live, I liked this band back in the 90s, Third Eye Blind. And then um, yeah, they came so here to Tucson I. for an event about 10 years ago and they yeah, completely were complete schmooshbags. Yeah. Remember that? Yep. Remember that? They, they, draw a man, they drew a man's uh, organ on a guitar that was being... Uh, uh, raffled off for charity. Yeah, real nice people. Uh, hi, Thursday, April 16th. Three things I think you need to know. From what, San Francisco, something there? so there you go. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And it said, uh, my former number one, Charlize Theron, another one that she, because uh, she's she, she's not as stunningly gorgeous as she was. Time does things. It's, it is what it is. Um, but she was my number one for a long time. Uh, and, she, and and what did she date? She dated this loser, the lead singer of that band. She dated Sean Penn. I mean, she's a complete nut oh. job herself. Yeah, I know. So sad. I could have changed her. I could have been there. But it's okay. I ended up better. I ended up better. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Trump apparently going to uh, give details to reopen the economy for 29 states he has his eye on. And others, 
They're going to come along a little bit more slowly, but we have to be one of those 29. It's going to happen this afternoon. Huge news. Second thing I think you need to know, Fox News reports, and Trump didn't deny it, that uh, the Chinese virus came from a lab in Wuhan, which is why it's the Chinese virus. Apparently, you're racist if you say that. And uh, China was doing it because they were trying to prove to the world they can be better and dealing with viruses than America. And obviously, it didn't work out so well. Third thing I think you need to know, Doug Ducey. Uh, coincidence that we have that doctor on yesterday from Scottsdale and that other surgeon. Can you get that surgeon sound by two, by the way? That was a big one, that uh, Travis guy. Uh, all of a sudden, Doug Ducey is like, yeah, so I think we're going to start doing elective surgeries again, at least in rural areas. Uh, and then urban ones, when I see data that suggests that everything's going to be okay, because the guy can't think for himself. Data shows everything's all right. Hospitals are empty. People are being furloughed, genius. Let people get the surgeries done. People are suffering. Three things I think you need to know. So, and by the way, again, 7.05 this morning, we're going to talk to uh, one of the sons of that uh, business owner of that Native American jewelry shop up there in Winslow, uh, because there's so many details. The media, I'm getting people sending me stories. It looks like the police did everything right. The media simply took the Winslow police report and copied and pasted pretty much. These were the Phoenix TV stations did. Um, so give me a break. You're going to find out more. It's going to make your head spin. 7.05 this morning, 20 minutes away. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. It, it's, I mean, it's, it's crazy what's going on. Crazy. Um, Right. So uh, this, this uh, sorry, I'm just getting emails about the about these these kinds of things. So anyway, let's let's go back to this situation. By the way, can you play that Travis one real quick? If people missed it from yesterday. We had a surgeon call in at about seven forty. Uh, just so you know, they'll get into the Chinese virus stuff. And 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 you want to know how insanely slow it is for these hospitals and how busy it was last year, and nobody mentioned a word. Listen to this surgeon that called in yesterday. Last year, I was speaking to one of my uh, colleagues, a general surgeon in at Banner. And he says that Banner, Banner University Hospital was on code purple last year at this time. And what that means is they were not accepting patients. They were turning patients away because their ICUs were full of patients with the flu. And we never heard about that on the news. And, and we didn't shut down the country for it. And I think it gets ridiculous. I think it, it's just a demonstration of how sensationalized and politicized this virus has become. And it makes me worry also that the next time we get some virus uh, showing up, are we going to do the same exact thing? Huge. Huge. I mean, I posed the question on my Facebook page yesterday, facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. I put it on Twitter as well. You think local stories about how slow it is in the hospitals, people getting furloughed, and um, people really don't have the faith for that. No, not really. No, and maybe it happened and I missed it. I... I look at their websites every day. Who the hell watches live TV anymore? And, um, yeah, there you go. So, anyway, moving on. Um, Fox News with a story, an exclusive. Uh, and, and John Roberts asked the president about this. We'll get to the sound bites of that coming up in just a second. Fox News has sources telling them that the Chinese virus shockingly originated in China. In Wuhan. Not not thought of as a bioweapon, but a giant mistake. See, because China was trying to, again, show the world. They can identify and combat viruses. They can do it equally, maybe even better than America. Didn't work out. No. And now China lied. And people died. 
A lot of people died. WHO lied. We'll get to all this. Multiple sources briefed on details of the early actions by China's government. And they've seen relevant materials say this to Fox News. Could be the costliest government cover-up of all time, one of the sources said. It's a big deal. Big deal. Uh, the documents detail early efforts by doctors at the Wuhan lab in China and early efforts at containment. Wuhan wet market, they tried to say that's where this was, but apparently they never sold bats at that place, according to sources telling Fox News that. They blame the wet market. They say that was an effort by the Chicoms to deflect blame from the laboratory. How about that, huh? And didn't our media just buy into that too? They 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 promoted communist propaganda. Wow. Apparently, U.S. embassy officials were back in January of 2018 that there was uh, inadequate safety at the Wuhan Institute of Virology Lab, where, by the way, we have given millions of our dollars to. Uh, General Mark Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, said yesterday, or Tuesday, it should be no surprise to you, we have taken a keen interest in that, and we've had a lot of intelligence to look at, look at, uh, to take a hard look at. I would just say at this point, it's inconclusive, although the weight of evidence seems to indicate natural, but we don't know for certain, a certain meaning. Is it a bioweapon? Now, I want you to hear the president be, I left the question in there, too, from John Roberts of Fox. Um, 103, actually 102 first, 102. John Roberts to President Trump yesterday uh, outside the White House. Here we go, listen. Multiple sources are telling Fox News today that the United States government now has high confidence that while the coronavirus is a naturally occurring virus, it emanated from a virology lab in Wuhan. That because of lack safety protocols, an intern was infected who later infected her boyfriend and then went to the wet market in oh Wuhan boy. where it began to spread. Does that correspond with what you have heard from well, officials? Well, I don't want to say that, John, but I will tell you uh, more and more we're hearing the story and we'll see when you say multiple sources now there's a case where you can use the word sources but uh we are well what does he know doing a very thorough examination of this horrible situation that happened whoa what does he know Hmm. that's when you can say sources oh yeah you could totally say sources huh to me, president say, no, it's not true. But Connell was like, yep. Yep. Can't really say much, but yep, sources. Oh, yeah, your sources are dead on, man. Dead on. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's play the next one. Uh, Follow-up. Uh, talking about the conversation between Trump and President Xi of China. Listen to this. Uh, yes, this this uh, is 103. 103. Listen, here we go. In your many conversations with President Xi, Mr. President, did you ever discuss with him State Department concerns about lax safety protocols that had been reported to the State Department from the embassy in Beijing about that laboratory? I don't want to discuss what I talked to him about the laboratory. I, I just don't want to discuss it. It's inappropriate right now. Mm-mm-mm. Inappropriate. I want to... Next, next. By the way, I, I can't point this out enough. Uh, first off, let me let me just not jump ahead. Yep, can't, can't disclose what I said. Didn't deny, didn't say, didn't talk about it. You know he talked about it. Hey, Chi, the heck's going on? You know Trump is going to just, once this is all done, we get the economy back going, 
he's going to unleash holy hell on China. My butt, it's going to be things that we don't even know, by the way. Random things that we see. This thing on fire, this Navy ship in China, that thing happened there. Just random things I predict will happen. Can't do a, it's almost like a shadow war. Little things. My prediction, what do I know? I just, I don't, I think there's zero chance that it, it, it just, Goes away. There's no retaliation. They 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 screwed up and they lied about it. Uh, how about Trump? Not even flinching. Question after question after question after question. Day after day after day after day, giving answer after answer after answer. The ones that hate Trump, he just lies about it. He makes stuff up. If you like Trump, you think he does a great job. I and mean, this is how it is. But you didn't see Obama doing this. You didn't see Obama taking these questions. If he took a question, he'd give 14 minute answers that made no sense. Dude sharp. Dude is very, very sharp. Uh, more coming up. We even have some great Joe, uh, Joe Biden sound bites where he, again, making literally zero sense. I mean, when he get Muhammad Ali messing around with a sparring partner, that's what it's going to be when Trump is up there in a debate stage with this clueless Joe Biden. Biden, this is an embarrassment. If you're a Democrat, you're embarrassed. You have a guy who's losing his mind as your nominee. All coming up on KNST. TorialSupply.com. Gary Lewis with you right here. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Thanks for hanging out. It'll be 86 and sunny. So the situation up in Winslow, the uh, this business owner told to shut down, cuffed, put in the back of a police car just for doing business. We're going to talk to one of his sons. You're going to get details you haven't heard anywhere else as to what actually happened. It's incredible. Call Strong Builds, the most comfortable call you'll ever make. going on it's your morning ritual on this thursday april 16th garrett lewis with you knst am 792 sounds most stimulating talk uh three things i think you need to know brought to you by strongville plumbing air and solar number one this afternoon our time the president should uh, be giving us plans he said he's going to announce plans to reopen the economy that's right at 29 states he has his eye on and guess what uh, I'm assuming that uh, Arizona is one of them. I am looking forward to this. I want to see Deucey's reaction, Regina Romero's reaction. Big deal. Second thing I think you need to know uh, is that uh, Fox News says sources tell them, multiple sources, that the Chinese virus, uh, yes, uh, started in China, shockingly enough, right? A Wuhan lab where uh, apparently some intern was bitten by a bat and she gave it to her boyfriend and it just went from there. And China was doing this not as a bio threat, but to try to prove to the world that they are just as good, if not better, than America at dealing with viruses. It didn't work out well. Third thing, I think you need to know, Doug Ducey, all of a sudden announcing, yeah, you know what, I think I'm going to start letting elective surgeries happen. Really? Very shortly. Elective surgeries could start very shortly in rural areas, and then when he says data looks good, then urban areas. Doug, the data looks just fine. Hospitals are going broke. Come on, man. Maybe the interview with the doctor yesterday made a big difference. Three things I think you need to know, and her letter, and her letter. So 
A few days ago, we were uh, tipped off to this uh, situation up in Winslow where a business owner was uh, simply, well, he was handcuffed, he was cited, let out everything because he was open for business. And we've all had enough. We want businesses to open. We get it. Um, but there's much more to the story. Then the Winslow, Winslow Police Department put on Facebook that um, their side of the story, and that's all that's been reported by the media. And apparently a lot of it's not true. Not true at all. So uh, why not talk to his sons, who I've been in contact with? Uh, Jeremy and Joshua uh, Mizone are with us right now on KNST. Guys, how you doing? Doing well, Mr. Lewis. We want to thank you for having us on and uh, giving this opportunity to uh, share our story. Okay. Now, I since it's radio and I can't see you, I don't know who is talking and your brothers, and I'm sure you sound alike. So uh, I'm just going to put out questions and you guys answer them. Why don't you take us to the beginning, how this whole thing started with your dad, his what his business is, and how he how he changed his business license to become essential. Good morning. This, this is Josh. So the governor put out the stay-at-home order um, a couple days after that. The mayor of Winslow additionally put some more regulations on the city of Winslow um, and drove around the town and put uh, notes on the businesses that he deemed unessential and that they had to close shop until further notice. Um, at this point, my father, you know, he read the note and it said that department stores and feed stores were allowed to stay open. So he drove to Phoenix to update his business license to show that he was a department store. And uh, he returned back to Winslow and started acquiring different items to be able to sell so that, that he'd have essential items on, on uh, stock there, which he included hay, as that was a, a big item in Winslow that was uh, starting to fly off the shelves. And uh, he, he actually bought uh, an old 77 flatbed Ford to help with that um uh, business endeavor uh, to be able to even deliver it. So um, at that point, he opened back up for a business. Um, the mayor came by shortly after. I don't know if it was the next day or a couple days later, he came by and he said, you know, you're supposed to be closed. And my dad tried to show him the uh, updated business license. And uh, the mayor was obviously upset about the whole issue. And so he w he refused to even look at it and just left the store upset. So um, shortly after that, the Winslow Police Department showed up to my father's store, which at the time, there wasn't any customers in the store at all. So clearly following CDC recommendations, um, the police came into the store. They told my dad that he should be closed. He um, told him that he had a right to be open. He showed him the license. At that point, the uh, police officer said that, that his new business license didn't count and that he didn't have enough essential inventory to be considered an essential business. And so my, uh, they proceeded to ask for identification, which is uh, more or less, we, there, he, he was just being harassed by the police because he's 71 years old. He was born and raised there. He's lived there probably 50-plus years. He's been in business at that location uh, 10 to 15 years, but he's had that same store um, for since the 80s. 
um, at that point. Um, and also, he has he has a billboard right outside the store that has his name and who he is on it. He hands out cards because uh, we're, we're actually Navajo, and, and that's the, the type of store he runs is Navajo um, art, jewelry, rugs, pottery, that um, sort of deal. And uh, he has gives out cards that shows that he's the – his great 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 grandfather was the last Navajo chief, and so his name is right there on the card. So, essentially, they were just harassing him. Um, at that point, you know, he told them that they didn't have a, a warrant. He, you know, at at that point, they came behind the counter, arrested him, took him out to the police uh, vehicle, and put him in the back. Which, uh, a side note, he has a torn rotator cuff that his surgery um, under Ducey's, you know non-essential surgeries had been postponed in March. So that was an additional factor that, you know, they put him in cuffs, the 71-year-old man, and put him in the back of the car. And then uh, they released him, gave him a misdemeanor, and told him if he, um, yeah, they took his wallet and his phone, which they kept the phone for more than an hour after the call. They brought it back to him after they went back to the police station. Um, They... Told him if he'd reopen again before his court date of May 8th, no, May 19th, that he would be sent to jail the next time. And here we are. This this is crazy. So so many questions. So many questions. And uh, you're listening to uh, to Josh Mazone, who is, uh, again, his dad uh, owns this uh, store up in Winslow. Um, I've gotten questions from people, too. Why did you just, I'm just curious, why did your dad have to drive to Phoenix to update the business license? Could he not do that in that county? I don't know why he had to do, um, to update it in Phoenix. Um, I don't know if that's where he got his business license originally, or I I don't know that that whole process. I just know that he did, and we've got proof of it. Okay. And so, so he has the business license. And and I just want to ask you again. So the mayor didn't want to see it. Uh, the police didn't really want to see. It. They just said it doesn't matter. According to the the Winslow Police Facebook page, they said uh, he wasn't in compliance because he only had a few rolls of paper towel and a bag of dog food and some candy bars, and and he ordered some hay. So exactly. are they are they lying about that? Well, well uh, it's ironic that they are singling out a small business and they list in their statement all the essential items or many of the essential items that my father was selling. Uh, However, they say that even though he had essential items, it wasn't good enough. It wasn't big enough. So yeah, uh, they ever tell you what the number is like what, what, what the, you know, even if you have three rolls or 33 rolls, like how do they know if he sold a whole bunch of dog food or paper towels before that? I, you know, and, and, uh, the American dream is that, is that you can start small and grow from that. And, and there's no guidance in, in the laws and the executive orders that say how big you need to be, to be considered essential. Um, I, in my mind, uh, they are favoring large business and large corporations over small business. And every large business started with less inventory and it seems that they're singling out my father and his business because he doesn't necessarily have the supply chain that, that Walmart would have. Um, so even though they say he had essential items, it still wasn't good enough for the mayor and uh, 
to meet their standard of what an essential business would be. Okay, I have more questions. I need you guys to hang on for me because I got to take a, a quick break. But I have more questions about this and and uh, you know the whole situation about about your dad. Uh, you know, it's it's not trying to start trouble. It seems it seems that he's just trying to stay in business, and he's a businessman that's trying to just you know do what he can to try to stay open. But we'll get into that coming up. Do not go anywhere. It is everybody. Let's do it. Hi, Gary Lewis with you here. Morning Ritual on KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. Um, we are continuing uh, with uh, Joshua and Jeremy Maison. Uh, their dad all owns the Authentic Indian Arts Store. Uh, and it's up on, I believe, I-40, right? Uh, it's, you know, if you're going to the Grand Canyon, you're going to California, you stop by, you, you get some Native American jewelry. They need people to uh, to travel, not be stuck in their homes to make money. Um, so, hey, guys, what... Welcome back. Thank you uh, for for hanging out. I do appreciate that. And I, I just want to make sure, because some people are going to hear this and say, well, come on, this guy was just playing the system, right? He was playing the system and said he got a bag of dog food, a couple rolls of paper towel, and claimed he can stay open. Um, or, or is this the case? And other people are going to say he should have the freedom to do what he wants to try to make a living. Is he being a business owner that's being nimble and saying, what can I do to stay open and make money? I'm going to make those changes and apparently, for some reason, the mayor had a had a had a problem with that. Yeah, I definitely want to emphasize uh, first that our our family is pro law enforcement. Uh, Josh actually had to step out; he's a first responder, and his shift starts at eight a.m. this morning. Uh, and my other brother, John, his wife is a nurse. Um, and uh, my dad has always wanted to comply. He's never tried to circumvent any laws, any executive orders, any CDC recommendations. Um, my sister-in-law, uh, the nurse, was giving him advice on how to follow uh, and keep his uh, the CDC recommendations and keep his store um, in compliance across the board. And and similar to um, GM switching to producing ventilators and my pillow switching to creating masks, it's the right of a business to adjust their business practices to meet the current needs and to stay open. Um, it's, it's not about trying to get around a law, but it's trying to, in an ever-changing uh, economic situation, uh, create a business that can be profitable, that can support the community, that can um, make ends meet. And that's the right of every small business is to adjust and to comply to the laws, which my father absolutely did. So... Uh... Was there, I mean, has there been any history with the mayor and your father? No, um, not not to my knowledge. Uh, there's nothing that has come up in the past. Uh, the mayor is a small business owner as well, is my understanding that he had, he owns a bar in Winslow and, and he was uh, forced to shut down as well. And I, I don't know if there's um, some resentment that there, uh, I, I can't, speak to the to why the mayor acted in the way that he did but um my father's business it it not only um has been there for a long time but the vast majority of the items i would say close to 99 percent of the items that he sells in his store are american-made products and there's many 
uh, Americans from uh, the Navajo Reservation, the Hopi Reservation, uh, the Zuni Reservation, and then the local areas in northern Arizona that sell to my dad, and he and he sells their products, uh, their artwork. And so it's not only a matter of uh, my dad being able, being able to support himself and his family, uh, but it's also, you know, allowing many uh, artists uh, to continue to work from home and work from uh, their locations and, and create a living for themselves, which is very important in this, with this, uh, the economic uncertainty that we have um, after the, the whole coronavirus crisis that we're dealing with. A lot of American-made stuff. It's made by Native Americans. And, and I see, here's a big problem that, that I see. You can go to the Walmarts, right, and the Targets and things like that, and you could buy food or whatever, but you could also buy things that are considered, I, I guess, non-essential, right? There are, th- are there things that were sold in your dad's store that, I mean, they wanted to make your dad's store non-essential, but I'm sure there are things that he could sell there to keep food on the table that they also can buy similar things at like a Walmart. Absolutely. Uh, Walmart has a jewelry section. Uh, they have a jewelry counter. They have trinkets. They have souvenir items that can be bought. They have T-shirts, you know, uh, that tourists can go in and buy as, as they visit the Grand Canyon or uh, look at the Painted Desert or go to Sedona to see the Red Rocks. Um, and so uh, Walmart is allowed to do that, but a small business is being singled out. And I'm not trying to be anti-Walmart. It's just an, an easy example. Um, Walmart is allowed to do that and sell items that are non-essential because they have essential items as well. Um, and my father is trying to look at that that um, in a practical manner and adjust his business model to be able to uh, support his family. Uh, has your dad ever had any issues with the police before this? I mean, the fact that they came in that way, went behind the counter and and cuffed him. I mean, it, it's not like he's a criminal and he's do he's dangerous or anything like that. Like, I, I don't understand that. Uh, yeah, there's been no issues. Uh, and again, uh, the police officers, uh, I'm not trying to, we are pro law enforcement. Um, in my mind, the, uh, they were following a uh, direction likely from the mayor um, but obviously every police officer has, has a duty to the Constitution and to protect the citizens. Um, so uh, uh, hopefully we can come to a solution, and uh, hopefully with this not only can we help uh, small businesses, because we believe all business is essential. It's, uh, you need to have your freedoms to be able to buy and sell and be able to choose which store you're going to buy and sell from and not, and not have the government dictate which stores can be open and which stores can be closed. Um, but hopefully we can, through this, fix some things and give some clarity to police officers so they're not put in a bad situation to make yeah. these harsh decisions to, to go into a man's store and arrest him for simply opening it. Now, um, and this is uh, 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 Jeremy Maison. He, his dad owns... The authentic Indian art store up in Winslow. Um, so basically, just just to say the whole thing though is that this this could have been resolved if the mayor just would have actually looked at the business license that your dad updated, right? And all right, th- this is what I'm selling now. Here are the items. This says it. I'm okay, right? 
Exactly. It, it would seem that way. And, and my father had already made uh, sales of bales hay, which is essential to, there's a lot of horses in northern Arizona and especially in Winslow and the surrounding area. Um, and it, and he's had numerous more calls requesting to be able to purchase uh, hay uh, as well since being arrested. But unfortunately, he hasn't been able to open uh, all this week. And um so he's currently losing business while this all rolls out. And uh, unfortunately, it and seems he, like yeah. a, a lot of this could have been avoided um, just just with a little bit of uh, logic and, and, and restraint. Um, and, 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 and is, really is he going to stay home? What's best for the local economy. Yeah. And is he going to stay home? Is he, is he not going to open up the store until May 18th? Is that what's going to happen? I hope not. Uh, you know, the city called uh, as soon as this started to hit the news, and, and we really appreciate your radio station and others for sharing the story and getting the news out because uh, many times uh, the media doesn't cover things like this. So thank you again for that. But the city tried to meet uh, with my father. They called him and requested a meeting, but now they seem to be kicking the can down the road and putting in delays. They met. And then they said, oh, we want our lawyers to be involved. So um, so they postponed the meeting. And in the meantime, uh, not only is my, my dad's business suffering, but the local economy is suffering. And, and unfortunately, ironically, the city is losing tax revenue that my dad could be generating, um, especially with business being so down and the economy being so sluggish due to, to all the... COVID-19 issues. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Um, and so, and they postponed the meeting you're supposed to have yesterday and there's no, no date, no time established to meet again, to figure out when your dad could open back up. Not that I'm aware of. I, I believe they're going to be contacting him again. Uh, now they're, they want to go through the, you know, get their lawyers involved and, and um, I'm not sure if, if they're backpedaling or what the issue is, but again, my dad just just wants his freedom to be able to to exercise uh, his right to to both buy and sell, and uh, in compliance with all all the requirements they're making. Um, and regardless of your opinion on that, my dad is complying. He's doing the best he can, uh, both with CDC recommendations. He was, you know, his small groups are in the store. It's never greater than ten people in there. Uh, he was leaving the door open to the store to reduce, you know, the spread of germs. He had hand sanitizer available. He was de- he was sanitizing every countertop um, after every customer would leave, uh, and that's definitely um, much more safe than a than a larger department store where you have potentially hundreds of people in the department store uh, that and there's no way that they can wipe down every counter uh, as people pass through. Well, thank you for uh, giving that side of the story because we're only getting the other side. And uh, I really appreciate it. Hopefully Trump opens up Arizona's economy or recommends it and Ducey follows it and this whole thing can be put behind us. Uh, but Jeremy Mazzone, I wanted to thank you and your brother Josh and uh, best to your dad and, and let us know what happens, okay? Absolutely. Thank you again for having us on. You got to take care. Uh, we'll continue. You could comment if you'd like. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Morning Ritual, right here. Unbound.org. 
Canist, he wants to help with a chance at $1,000. Text the nationwide keyword SMILE to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. That's SMILE to 200-200. All right, let's do it. Hi, 743. A little late, but we uh, we had to do that. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, President Trump going to give his uh, guideline plan to open up the economy again, which is huge news. And Arizona should be one of those states. We should be. We'll get to that. Play the sound bites coming up. This is huge. It should be the top story. I don't know why it's not. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that the Chinese virus, according to Fox News, they have sources telling them the Chinese virus started in a Wuhan lab where a bat bit an intern and then she gave it to her boyfriend. What a present that is. And China was doing it just to prove that they could actually handle viruses as good as or as or better than America which obviously they failed miserably. That's why they tried to cover it up. That's what, what they say. Third thing I think you need to know, Doug Ducey, now backpedaling. He says he may uh, start uh, allowing elective surgeries. Well, thank you, King. Hospitals are going under. People are getting furloughed and they are getting fired. People are suffering because they can't get the surgeries they need. And now Ducey's like, yeah, we could start these uh, surgeries uh, shortly. Get a grip, man. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, before we get into the Ducey thing, what to do in the next hour? Because it's a big deal. It's a huge deal that th that this should have. There shouldn't be any hesitation about this. It, I well, we'll get into the next next half hour. About eight oh five. I want you to hear the president yesterday, right off the top of his uh, his news conference. He rolls out and he basically makes gigantic news. All we're talking about is when is this economy going to start? When can we go back to work? Right. When can we start making money again? Because we can't keep doing this. 97, this is what the president said. 97, here we go, yesterday at his news conference. Listen. The battle continues, but the data suggests that nationwide we have passed the peak on new cases. Hopefully that will continue and we will continue to make great progress. These encouraging developments have put us in a very strong position to finalize guidelines for states on reopening the country. Which Booyah. we'll be announcing. We're going to be talking about that tomorrow. We'll be having a news conference tomorrow sometime during the afternoon. We're going to be announcing uh, guidelines. Huge. And we'll be talking about various states. And it's very exciting. That is huge. Huge. This is tremendous stuff. Tremendous stuff. How do I know it's going to be... Uh, and again, this is happening and I'm like looking at my phone... Nobody's making a big deal of this. The media, of course, is very mad. They don't want to see the economy open again because they want to see people suffer because they think that that's going to make them vote for Joe Biden. That's why Democrats are against this. Democrats are against. I mean, think about the, the Democrats are against right now. Nancy Pelosi is the House out of session. She says three more weeks. We remain out of session. We have business. They're about to run out of money for these small business loans. She refuses to do anything about it. She says, if you want us to fund small businesses, then you will have to give us money for hospitals. What does one right now have to do with the other? We're okay right now. We're okay. And the Democrats are sitting on the sideline while Americans are suffering and businesses are suffering. And they're acting as if Trump's the bad guy. Are you kidding me? So later on, about 40-something minutes later, the president was... Um, the president was asked about different states, things like that. Uh, I want number 99. Like, how is he going to get this going? 99, listen to this. 
I would say that we have 20 states at least, but you really have 29 that are in extremely good shape. You have others that are getting much better. And I think with almost a few exceptions, you have every state that is either doing better or on the way to doing better. It's got to be us, right? It's got to be. Imagine if we are open on Monday. Isn't that crazy? Imagine if I told you six weeks ago, hey, we're about to lose everything we had. Nobody's going to work, or a lot of people aren't going to work, and then we'll be begging to just be able to go back to work. What are you talking about, man? That's never going to happen. It's crazy times, isn't it? We have to be one of those 29 states. Question is, what is Ducey going to do once he hears this? When, once Trump goes out there and says, these are the plans, and we have to be one of those 29 states. We just don't have the, we, we're not getting nailed like these other states. Actually, a lot of states are doing just fine. Um, Ducey's got to be feeling the pressure. What What is Ducey going to do? Then what is Regina going to do? Resist Regina. What is Regina? Is Regina going to say, no, I don't think it's safe enough. We're going to stay closed here in Tucson? Oh, good luck with that. Open up. Enough with that. That would be insane. You can comment. What do you think about the president said? We got more sound bites to play as well. Then we get into Ducey backpedaling, uh, trying to realize hospitals need to make money too. All coming up. To us. All right, Gary Lewis with you. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. I, Trump's got a good gut. They make fun of him because he trusts his instinct. Um, I think he senses after seeing what happened in Michigan. I mean, why not have, unless Ducey does something, why not have a uh, an Operation Gridlock here in Arizona, right? Uh, people have had enough. They see the hypocrisy. They see the Chicago mayor getting a haircut while telling other people don't get a haircut. They're setting up checkpoints down in Chicago to make sure people don't leave. Isn't that crazy? Like, what? What? This is not good. So Trump's going to say, open it up. Uh, good luck to the Democrats trying to dispute it. Here's Rush. 8298. KNST Tucson. From the Trajan Wealth Studio. Your local fiduciary. TrajanWealth.com. This is KNST AM 790. Call Strong Build. The most comfortable call you'll ever make. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNSTAM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk Thursday, April 16th. Thanks for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know brought to you by Strongville Plumbing Air and Solar. Number one, Trump yesterday said tomorrow, meaning today, he's going to have a plan to reopen the economy. And he sees at least 29 states or about 29 states where it's going to happen pretty instantaneously, which I'm so happy about. And we'll get your reaction, too. What do you think about that? It's a good idea. We have to be one of the 29 here in Arizona. So that's going to happen later on today. And you know we're going to talk about it tomorrow because I can't wait to hear how Regina says, No! No! I know nothing about business, but I want to close. Anyway, uh, second thing I think you need to know is the fact that Fox News has sources tell them that the Chinese virus started in a lab in China. 
Yeah, the Wuhan virus, the Chinese virus. Apparently, some intern was bitten by a bat. She gave it to her boy. She got sick, gave it to her boyfriend, and went from there. And they don't say they don't think it was bio threat. These sources, they say, biggest cover up in history. And it's all because China wanted to prove they were as good or better at handling viruses than we are, which didn't work out so well. Third thing I think you need to know, we're going to talk about this in just a second. Doug Ducey tells the Capital Times, so I'm thinking about having some elective surgery start shortly. What the? There you go. Real genius. Remember that the old, the old uh, commercial uh, idea, the, the, the real men of genius. There you go. Doug Ducey thinking about it because hospitals are struggling and uh, there is no hospital overwhelmed with Chinese virus patients. Thank goodness here in Arizona, not even close and people are suffering. Three things I think you need to know. Now, I don't know if it's just sheer coincidence. It probably is that we do that interview with that Scottsdale family physician after she fired off that, that really, really strong letter to Governor Ducey where she's like, you are ruining the economy and you are not making people any healthier by doing this. And maybe the pressure that we're doing on this show, I don't know if it's a coincidence, but all of a sudden Doug Ducey is changing his mind a little bit. Changing his mind. Story in the local paper. Ducey elective surgeries could be back on table shortly. Well, it shouldn't be shortly. Capital Media Services has this. It should, it should be now. Ducey said he's looking to restore the ability of Arizona hospitals who are reporting financial losses of 30% to 40% a month. Looking at the ability of Arizona hospitals to do elective surgeries again. Hey, thank you. Didn't know that you were the dad that could say yes or no on this stuff. So guys like Ducey, they... Uh, and he's not the only governor to do insane things. We have Phil, Phil Murphy from New Jersey coming up who doesn't know anything about the Bill of Rights, and he admits it. Ducey panicked like the rest of these sheep. Oh, my gosh, this is crazy. And can you blame him? I mean, it's very easy in hindsight. I get it. It's easy in hindsight to say, we don't know what this thing's going to do. I get it. But, look, I'm a talk show host, right? That's what I am. You know this. This is what I do. But I look at data every single day. I look at stats. I look at data. Um, and I see what's happening. The governor, and by the way, it's just Ryan and me. There's no staff. It's Ryan and me. Governor Ducey's got a staff. I'd venture to guess the staff does a lot more than you and I even realize. Guy's got a staff. You don't think he can get data and figure this stuff out on his own? I guess not. Hospitals are literally furloughing people. They are furloughing people left and right. People are being fired. Hospitals are losing money. People, and here's another thing. You got the money aspect, everything else. People are literally suffering because they're supposed to get surgery done for a torn rotator cuff. Knee surgery. All this stuff that's going on. People are in pain. And they can't get anything done. Because Ducey has said no surgeries that are elective. Well, we're not getting nailed by this. Why why can't we why can't we just move on? Why can't we just move on and open it up? It needs to happen. 
You wanted to make sure we didn't run out of the personal protective equipment, right? I get that. I get that. But hospitals are losing money, a lot of money. Again, I get hit with surgeons are, are, are giving me messages. They're losing 50 to 75% of their, their money. They're paying their staff to do nothing. There are other nurses, other people. That, they're getting furloughed. Ducey, Said he's now reevaluating. Quote, if we're in a position where we've got enough supply that we have available inventory and we have product on the way as well, I'm open-minded to resuming elective surgery. You know, this is the problem with government. People literally can't make a living, whether it's that jewelry store up in Winslow or a hospital. The government is telling you, you can't make money. You can't do your job. This is not right. It's not right. Ducey said, I would think this would be something. Resuming elective surgery. I would think this would be something where we would start with our rural hospitals first, and then over a period of time, we would extend it into the urban core. It would be as soon as I have data that gives me the confidence to make a decision. Yeah, that data has given you the confidence to make wrong decisions. Enough is enough. According to um, a woman representing the the hospitals, Holly Ward, spokeswoman for the Arizona Hospital and Healthcare Association, she said, there's a lot of financial bleeding that's happening. We aren't suggesting elective surgeries are the be-all, end-all, but I mean, come on, right? Uh, they can't do knee surgeries, hip replacements, all this stuff that people need because they're living in pain and hospitals need because they have to make a living. And there's nothing wrong with doctors making money and hospitals making money and nurses making money. Now, this is what's interesting. This Hollywood said people are staying home. They're not having car accidents like they used to go into the hospital. It's not the day in and day out traffic we would normally see. I get it. And do it. You ready for this one? You ready for this one? Doug Ducey responded, quote, you want me to apologize for people not getting into car accidents? What a moron. She's saying it's not as busy because thank, you know, thank goodness. But I mean, it's not as busy, but there are other things that can be done besides people getting surgery and being saved from having a car accident, for God's sakes. That is common. But Doug Ducey said, you can't go to work, can't do this, can't do that. So nobody's driving like they were. I get it. But people need surgery. Again, I put on my uh, Facebook page yesterday, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. I, I, I just posed a question. I just posed a question. It was very simple. Do you think any media is going to do any stories about the hospitals basically going broke? They're empty. Um, we're not getting inundated. There's furloughs happening and anything like that. And people were sharing stories about how they are suffering because of this. Related to this. My right knee replacement surgery was supposed to be April 20th. It was canceled. I have no idea when I can get it done now. All right. That's one thing. That's one thing. Uh, there was a nurse that said that she was furloughed. She was furloughed. She's she's doing nothing. And her, her husband needs therapy for cancer. Can't get it. Can't get it. 
Here's one. Somebody said physical therapy for a broken wrist that also needed a plate. Never broken anything in my life. So my orthopedist now tells me I'm my own physical therapist. What the hell? Question mark. This is what people are going through because Ducey said uh, no more. Right? Ron. Not to mention that the veterans hospitals are basically shut down. I have a torn up shoulder and knee that will require surgery ASAP. My orthosurgery appointment was canceled. No clue when I'll when I will ever be seen. Until then, I have to deal with the immobility and excruciating pain. Here's the nurse. I'm a nurse in Tucson. I've been furloughed. My husband has arthritis from cancer treatment, and because of all this, can't get knee injections to help him. So his quality of life is drastically down for a 33 year old. The virus. This virus is overly hyped and affecting our family in more ways than we would like. So, I mean, it's it's affecting all kinds of people. And this lady just has a quote. So I'm sure Ducey was asked by this reporter that quote. He goes, you want me to apologize for not ha- for not getting, for the people not getting into car accidents? What an ignorant, dopey thing to say for the governor. Is it not? You can comment if you'd like. You going through this yourself? 880-KNST, 880-5678. I have more, too. Do you think Ducey's going to, you know, just buy in with Trump when Trump says open up? You, you think that's going to happen? You think he's going to challenge it? You think he's got the guts? We will continue. Do not go anywhere. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792, Sons. For details, visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Let's do this. Hello, what's going on? Gary Lewis with you. KNST AM 792 Sons, most stimulating talk. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, Going to be 80, what, is, what did I say, 86? Sunny, beautiful. Why not? Maybe 90 is the end of next week. Why not is right. So uh, I love this. Before we get to calls, we're being uh, we're being scared. At the end of this story where uh, Ducey's people in this state are trying to scare us. I love this. It says right now in this article, this week's total inpatient bed use in Arizona is at less than 70%. I love this. But there's indications the worst is yet to come, said Holly Pointer of the Arizona Department of Health Services. Wow, really, Holly? Go on. She looked at healthdata.org. That's the website that they all use that's never been correct. That's the modeling. She noted that healthdata.org, which produces models for states and countries, predicts Arizona will hit its peak hospital need April 30th. But other models say Pointer, Pointer said, have the peak in mid-May. So all of a sudden, Holly wants us to believe that uh, we're going we're gonna to need to stop elective surgeries until April 30th or after that, because that's when this model, which, by the way, every other state that has gone through this there has never been one actual correct model so far, but it doesn't matter. They've all been proven wrong, especially New York. New York's been in trouble, and it's way, the models were way worse than what actually happened. But don't worry, Holly Pointer of the Arizona Department of Health Services says, healthdata.org says we're going to hit our peak need for hospitals and hospital beds April 30th. And it's only April 16th, so we, we have to just keep going. We, shh. So I went to the website. Um, it's covid19.healthdata.org, right? Went to Arizona. What's today, April 16th? Well, as of today, 
It says here we were going to need 2,241 beds. You know how many beds are being used right now? 595. 595, according to this, this, uh, this, this model, this website. 595. Okay. 595. Now, just so you know, Ducey last month said we need 13,000 beds. Right now, we're using 595. 595. Don't worry. We're the government. We're here to help. Right? We are here to help. And uh, we're going to keep giving you this bad information to scare you and keep it going. Yeah, there you go. 13,000 beds. We're using 595. It's a real butte, Clark. Real butte. Yeah, Ducey said he directed hospitals to find an additional 13,000 beds by the end of this month. He said by the end of April, on top of the 15,000 they already have. So, okay, so it's 28,000. We use 595. Um, let's go first to Lee. Lee, welcome to KNST. Hello, Lee. Oh, uh, yeah, this is William. Oh, sorry. you Ryan. William. Oh, sorry. Will, William, you, you go ahead. Will, William is up right now, Ryan. William is up right now. William, welcome to KNST. Hello. Yes, this is still William. Um, to piggyback yes. on what you were saying, I was at Banner Health yesterday on Grant to do a drive-through uh, testing. Uh, no cars, no way, no cars in the parking lot. Place was empty. People were fantastic. Uh, and I don't have COVID. Actually, they didn't test me because I have a head cold, so they thought, well. But anyways, what I wanted to ask you was, I want your opinion. I want your opinion on this because they have pumped so much fear into the American psyche, you know, and, uh, you know, reason is the gatekeeper of fear. You know, most, most fear is held in the subconscious. And so imagine it being kind of pumped in there and then, you know, suddenly they, for example, like if you're, if you hear a noise in your house and you walk toward the window, right? And you mm -hmm. see your reflection in the window, but you don't know it's you. Immediately, you're 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 spooled up. Your adrenaline kicks in. You're ready to you're ready to you know whatever attack. But once you find out that the fear is not real, that it didn't exist or doesn't exist, that fear goes away. So my question for you is: using reason and rationality as the gatekeeper. Now, you see people driving around in their cars with their masks on, jogging yes, on yes. an empty mountaintop with their masks on. Uh, mm -hmm. When the, when the, <laughs> when the uh, country is open, let's say the baseball parks are open and whatnot, how many people do you actually think are going to go out and attend baseball games and go back in public? Do you think there's a chance a lot of people will actually stay home, not go back to work, and this thing might be bigger than we even know? You know what? Well, first off, I'm curious. What what, what are you going to do? Are you going to want you know if all of a sudden they, they open it up? Are you going to go to the ballpark? Are you going to go to a Wildcats basketball game? Are you going to do any of that stuff? Uh, yeah, I'm going to. Well, I'm not going to go to a baseball game. I'll go to a hockey game. I'll check out the Yotes. But yeah, I mean, of course, because okay, okay, yeah. okay. I'm just curious. Well, and, and 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 before even answer that again, I'm just curious. So you you what made you want to go get a Chinese virus test just because you had a cold? I'm sick. Yeah. I'm sick. I, I, sick. I live with a 77-year-old, and I'm an asthmatic. So those are two good reasons to, to check I gotcha. it out. And, and then you, and you went up. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, William. Hang on. You went up there, 
and you wanted it, but they refused to give it to you? What happened? Uh, she asked me quite a few questions. She went down um, the whole list. Um, the CDC says that pink eye is one of the symptoms. I haven't heard that very much, but I have had pink eye, and then uh, I got sick. So that was the third reason why I went. Uh, as she went down the list, I had no fever uh, and no cough. Okay, two biggies and um, no phlegm. And then she said, okay, based on what you're saying, uh, she mentioned we have limited tests. So based on what you're saying, uh, you're not a candidate for testing, which I thought was reasonable, but I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. You know what's crazy, though, is then it is asymptomatic people that have literally no symptoms of anything, and they have it. So it's just who the heck knows at that point, right? And thank you for the phone call, William. I have it. It's a very interesting question you, you have uh, you posed. Do I think people are going to go? I think some people that think this is overblown will still stay home, just to be sure. In the back of their mind, they might say, well, I want to go back to work and all this other stuff, but I just don't think it's worth the chance just in case. But then I look what happened in Michigan when you had thousands and thousands of people drove uh, all the way to Lansing to say, give us our freedom. And uh, and they did social distance. They did do that. I think I think the more time that goes by and the more that people see that the numbers are down and then more people maybe have had it and they're not dying and it's just a sickness and you're going to get over it for most people. I mean, way more than most people that I think they're going to have the confidence to say, all right, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, but that's that's it. We got to we got to start with just getting people back to their their business first. Right. And feel comfortable that way. That's the first thing. But, yeah, no, it, it, it has been very damaging. People are totally freaked out. There are some people that just that they literally think it's OK to keep states closed for three, four more months. Nobody work. It's, it's nuts. Can't do it. We'll all be dead. Uh, do we still have that other the uh, the oncologist or no? We got OK, really quick. I know we're late. Really quick. Lee, welcome to KNST. Hello, Lee. Hey, Jared, thanks for taking my call. I'm actually an oncology pharmacist. Oh, and I heard your, okay. I heard your, I heard your, uh, your call with, uh, or uh, you had a caller who said she couldn't get oncology care for her husband. She was a furloughed nurse, and I just wanted to let the community know, um, we, I'm not going to advertise for for the the practice, but I, I will let you know that our physicians early on made the decision that it would be really inhumane for us to walk away from our patients who are actively dealing with disease. So um, there are resources in the community for those who um, are maybe being put off where they're getting uh, care for whatever reason. That's none of my business, but um, we, we are seeing patients and taking care of them. I, I am so appreciative of my pharmacy technicians and my nurses for uh, maintaining their calm through this and helping keep our patients calm. That's great. Thank you. And I actually misspoke a little bit. She's a nurse. She was furloughed. Her husband has arthritis from cancer treatment. Can't get the knee injections he, he needs. So another uh, guy living in pain. Okay. So, we, you know, so over the cancer, thank goodness, I guess, but uh, just dealing with pain because of it. And and I guess All pain right. doctors can't be in business for some reason. That's not essential. It's crazy to me. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, thank you. I'm glad there's people out there, and I, I want more information like that to get out. We'll continue. Okay, KNST. All right, let's do it. Hi, Gary Lewis with you here. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. So good you are here with me. So we'll just have to find out what exactly is going to happen. And I'm curious if uh, with Ducey, when Trump says get back to work today, here's the guy. Here's the guideline for you. Is Ducey going to have the guts to say, sure, let's do it. Let's go for it. 
Are, do, do you feel safe going back to work again? One thing that needs to happen, I think, is to make sure there's they they make it illegal for anyone to sue an employer if they go back to work and get the Chinese virus. If people don't want to go back to work, that is their choice. There are also consequences, but I think there needs to be protection. You know, I, that's what I. Otherwise, we're never going to get over this thing. Um. Should there be testing everywhere? Sure. Can it really happen? I don't know. If it does, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, I'm not, I'm not living my life in fear because of this. I, I don't think I'm one of those high-risk people. That's just me. If you are, you do what you want to do. It's as simple as that. You going back to work if Trump says do it and Ducey says okay? 880-KNST, 880-5678. We'll get to that. And some insane sound bites from uh, other governors besides Ducey. Uh, infringing on people's rights to worship, the Michigan governor, New Jersey governor. Wait till you hear Unbound.org. KNST wants up with a chance at $1,000. Text the nationwide keyword LOVE to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. That's LOVE to 200-200. That's how this works. Hi, morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792, sounds most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Trump apparently today is going to give guidelines to get the company, I'm sorry, get the country back working, reopen the economy. Phenomenal stuff. 29 states in mind. We have to be one of them. Second thing I think you need to know, Fox News says sources tell them that the Chinese virus came from China. Thus the Chinese. That's not racist, you dolts. And not you, but you. And apparently it was from the lab in Wuhan where an intern was bitten by a, by a bat. They were trying to mess with the bat and the virus. She gave it to a boyfriend. What a present that is. And it went from there. And it was all because China was trying to prove to the world they could handle viruses better than us. And they screwed it up and covered it up. Uh-oh. Third thing I think you need to know. Uh, Doug Ducifer has uh, announced, the governor, he has announced. You wonder why he won't come on the show. We don't need him on the show. Um, he has said that uh, he's thinking about uh, putting uh, elective surgeries back in play because hospitals are like, we're going broke, Doug. You want all these beds? 28,000 beds is what you requested. It's what you want. There's 595 people using the beds in the state. Let us make some money and let people stop living in pain. Thinking about it, thinking about it, when I see some good data for some rural areas first, then then the urban areas. And yeah, yeah, that's what I got to feel comfortable. Sure you do, Doug. You'll do whatever your staff tells you. Three things I think you need to know. I'm just done. I'm done with this stuff. I'm done. I'm over it. Think about it really quick before we get into more ignorant governors, okay? Think about this. We had 5.2 plus million people, uh, you know, just all of a sudden need unemployment benefits again. We've lost 22 million jobs. 22 million people have done this over the past four weeks. 22 million. Why? Because of a, a bad respiratory virus. That's what this is. This isn't cancer. It's not the plague. It's not a death sentence. It's a bad respiratory virus. And we were, we as a society, were scared into thinking we're all going to die. We have to stay away from anybody else but be locked inside our homes with our families. Can't go to work. Can't go here. Can't go there. Gloves, masks for a flipping respiratory virus i'm not downplaying it it's a respiratory virus more people die from heart disease more people die from the flu give me a break 
got to have that attitude. Then you get dopes like Regina Romero, who not only doesn't has never met a business owner until she was elected to the city council. I'm sorry, did she go to medical school? I'm over it. I'm assuming you are over it, too. And by the way, if you disagree, I'd love to hear from you. 880-KNST, 880-5678. And it's honestly insulting and downright scary to hear some of these governors act like tyrants. Trump's not a tyrant. These governors are tyrants, and they're just, they're violating our rights. They want to keep, I mean, it was Washington, D.C. said we got to go 30 more days. They want to keep the economy shut for 30 more days in these areas. Some states want to do this. This is the most insane thing. We can't survive it. We can't survive it. It's it's literally impossible to survive this stuff. This governor of Michigan is out of her mind. She is a loony tune. I don't know. She's married. You imagine if this husband tries to disagree with her, what this what this chick would do to him? Holy smokes. Let's let me play you some of this uh, Governor Whitmer from Michigan, where they had the Operation Gridlock down there. We're, if Ducey doesn't agree to what Trump wants, we should find out by tomorrow. I'm assuming. Then we might need that here. We might need a whole bunch of people to just ride up to Phoenix and then just get in Ducey's face. Ryan, let's play number one hundred nine uh, as this Governor Whitmer tries to justify. For statewide lockdown. You ready for it? This is brilliant. Here we go. We just had snow. I've got snow on the ground here in Michigan right now in Lansing. We're expecting, you know, up to 30 inches in the Upper Peninsula. The fact that we're cracking down on people traveling between homes or planting or um, landscaping or golfing really for a couple more weeks isn't going to meaningfully impact people's ability to do it because the snow will do that in and of itself. That's, I, listen, I could totally violate your rights and tell you what you can't do. But, you know, even if you're mad at me, the snow's going to do it. So it's okay. Just shut up and just take it. What a, wow. Wow. Another reason why she wants you in Michigan to not go from one home to another home you own, because people have that. They own homes. They're like, just, let's just go to a vacation home, you know, somewhere on a lake, whatever it is. Listen to this. Here we go. 110. Here we go. Listen. The more people that are traveling, the more people that touch that gas pump, um, oh. is we know that COVID-19 can last for 72 hours on stainless steel. So think about the people that have to touch that gas pump, the nurses and oh. the police and the paramedics and the pharmacists and the food clerks that are the true oh, yeah. superheroes now. If we're all traveling and touching the same, that means we're spreading COVID-19 and might actually take people off the front line who we desperately need Holy to. Smokes. So unless it's a life-sustaining act, Activity. We're asking people to stay home, to do their part, and for a couple more weeks to, to really buckle down. We're seeing our curve start to flatten, but we all have to continue doing our part. Yeah, by not pumping gas. Hold it. Don't touch anything. It may be somewhere. Don't touch it all. Don't touch the shopping cart. Don't touch the ATM. Don't touch anything. And you're too stupid. You know, we're the government. We, you don't know. You can't be smart enough to actually pump gas with a glove on or with one of those Clorox wipes or something like that. You are just too dumb to know that. This chick is nuts. She is nuts. Biden, please pick her as her VP. I want to see Pence destroy her, too. Let's go to New Jersey. Phil Murphy, wacko Democrat governor with Tucker Carlson. I think 112, right? 112. Um, just 
locking down New Jersey. Listen to this. Here we go. Phil Murphy with Tucker. Go ahead. So um, you made that decision, and as I noted before, 15 congregants at a synagogue in New Jersey were arrested and charged for being in a synagogue together. Now, the Bill of Rights, as you well know, protects Americans' right and shrines their right to practice their religion as they see fit and to congregate together to assemble peacefully. By what authority did you nullify the Bill of Rights in issuing this order? How do you have the power to do that? That's above my pay grade, Tucker. So I wasn't uh, wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. Wow. I wasn't thinking. I don't care about that. I don't care about the Constitution. No, no, no. Not at all. You got to be kidding me. One more from this guy. One more. Wait, how did he come up with this, right? How did he come up with this idea to lock them all down? You can't be in temple together. You can't be in church together. Listen to this. Here we go. Uh, Phil Murphy, one more time. First of all, we looked at the data well, and tell. the science, and it says pe- people have to stay away from each other. Uh, that's the yeah, best thing science. we could do to break the back of the curve of this virus that leads Such to lower lie. hospitalizations and ultimately fatalities. And, and I'm not- so there is no data in science, by the way, that actually shows that. Where is it? Isn't it maybe just the actual virus itself going away? Israeli researchers said six to eight weeks, it's gone. We'll continue. We have more of that. Don't go anywhere. Big to us. 857, Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Thank you for hanging out. So uh, there's an update to a story, Capital Media Services. Ducey uh, says that he, not the president, will decide when to reopen Arizona's economy. Now, granted, that's also based on an interview he did on Tuesday. Tuesday. President yesterday said, I'm going to give guidance, talk to all the governors. Maybe Ducey will change his tune. I'm hoping he changes his tune. There's got to be immense pressure for him to change his tune. I don't think we need to stay closed for two more weeks. We'll have more on this coming up. Don't go anywhere. It's KNST. Like so many of you, I used to suffer from insomnia no matter what I did. Couldn't sleep. Well, I got to tell you, MyPillow.com, that has been my lifeline. MyPillow. Yes, the best pillow ever made. The MyPillow mattress topper. And I'm telling you, the MyPillow Giza Dream Sheets. Wow. Just the most comfortable sheets you've ever slept in. They are amazing. Ultra soft, breathable, yet extremely durable. It is the best cotton available only a small place on earth creates this kind of softness and mypillow.com found it and right now giza dream sheets are available you buy one you get one free all you have to do is go to mypillow.com you'll see the sean hannity square you click on it you get one pair of giza dream sheets you get another one free and also they have all the other great discounts on other mypillow products go to mypillow.com the sean hannity square promo code hannity or call 800-919-6090 and you'll start getting the sleep you deserve. Morning. KNST Tucson. From the Trajan Wealth Studio, your local fiduciary, TrajanWealth.com. This is KNST AM790. You get your podcasts. Call Strong Build, the most comfortable call you'll ever make.
Yes, hello, hi. It's your morning ritual. On this Thursday, April 16th, Garrett Lewis with you on KNST AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. There are three things I think you need to know. Number one, Trump says it's time, baby. Let's reopen the economy. Apparently this afternoon, he is going to uh, give the plans to reopen the economy. 29 states he has his eye on to say that it's going to happen. Hopefully we're one of them. Second thing I think you need to know, uh, Small Business Administration has now announced they are not accepting new applicants in the pay program because they are out of money. This is while Nancy Pelosi sits at home. She is sitting at home. They are out of money to lend, and the Democrats refuse to give any more money to small business unless there's more money given to hospitals. They're holding business hostage. That's exactly what's going on right now. It's criminal. Absolutely criminal. Uh, third thing I think you need to know, Doug Ducey. Doug Ducey, the governor, apparently uh, says that he's thinking about, he may re- he may look at and reevaluate having elective surgeries done first at rural hospitals and then maybe at urban hospitals, depending on the data, right? Because he wants to make sure he has enough beds ready, just in case. There's 13,000 beds available in, in Arizona. He wanted another 15,000 ready to go by the end of this month. Guess how many people are hospitalized in the state of Arizona with the Chinese virus? 590. 590. There are 13,000 beds. And he is uh, thinking about the whole situation. Think, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking, there you go. I'm thinking about it. There you go. Three things I think you need to know. Just this guy, man. I'm telling you, these, these governors... You know, they all want stuff from the federal government because they failed to do their job. Hey, President Trump, please approve of us to be a federal disaster. I don't even know why they made Arizona a federal disaster area. We're not a disaster. But Doug Ducey wanted it probably because his staff told him to do it. Right? You have that. And he's not the only one, but all these governors, they want, they beg, they plead, please, please, please. And Trump doesn't. Trump says it's time to open up. It's not your decision, not your call. Well, again, well, if you want all this money, guess what? And it, Doug Ducey, just like every other dopey governor that thinks it really is his decision. Sure, Tenth Amendment, sure. But just like every president that's ever happened, when Trump says you want this kind of federal funding, you will open it up. Do you want funding for A, B, and C from the feds? You better open up your economy. No, it's my call, says Doug Ducey. He won't even uh, tell hospitals they can do elective surgery so people can stop getting furloughed and start getting paid. No, no, no. Shh. Can't do it. Can't do it. This is insane. Insane. And now we have the small business loan program run out of money. Run out of, run out of money. There's nothing, there's nothing that you could do. Run out of money. And um, the Republicans want more money so they can give to these businesses. I mean, I hope we just open up our damn economy already. Just let's let's go. Let's make it happen. But the Democrats are saying no, not right now. Again, Nancy Pelosi in the, has the House on recess. They're not supposed to come back, I think, till May 4th. May 4th. Are we in a crisis? This is crazy.
So let's get back real quick. We were playing the New Jersey governor, the Michigan governor. Let's do one more Phil Murphy, if you don't mind, Ryan. I don't know if you're aware of this or not. Phil Murphy of New Jersey, Democrat governor, said, uh, I guess they had 15 people arrested for going to synagogue on Passover. Nope, you can't be with each other. Can't be near. No, 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 no. Violating the Bill of Rights. And said, data and science say that we need to keep people away from each other. There is no data or science that actually proves that. Let's do 114, I believe it is. He actually, uh, so he says you can't, you can't go to church or temple or a mosque, but you can go buy booze. I swear, just listen to this. Here we go. Uh, now, large gatherings are banned, um, but liquor stores are deemed an essential service. Why, uh, on the basis of what scientific evidence did you decide that? couple of things. One is there are liquor stores in our state that actually have a little bit too many backroom gatherings. So we had a little bit of a challenge. We had to remind folks that liquor stores uh-huh. may be opening, but uh, may be open. But to your point, gatherings are not allowed. Uh, we relied on a whole lot of uh, input, uh, reasonable input from recovery coaches, addiction coaches, and they cautioned us if we were to shut, shutter those stores down, we'd have unintended mental health and addiction uh, prices to pay unintended consequences and so far that's the route we've taken uh and my guess is we'll continue to take that route that's so weird so ad- addiction coaches say keep the booze stores open huh okay okay Again, so worried about uh, making sure uh, about booze addiction. This, that, mental health by not having a job. No, 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 forget that. By the way, Governor Cuomo has announced this morning keeping the uh, restrictions so you can't go to work in most places and everything else through May 15th. Another month in New York. Another month. And it's the epicenter. Another month. First off, we are not New York. If Doug Ducey wants to stick to this May 1st timeline, give me a break, dude. Get over it, Doug. Get over it. I'm over it. This is insane. Uh, president, again, is going to be out there talking about getting getting the country back to work. Apparently, at noon local time, Trump is going to have a call with all 50 governors, probably to tell them, listen, boys, if you want money from the federal government, this is what you're going to do. And don't think he's the only, um, that he's the only president to ever do that, by the way. It's all done that way. That That's, that's how, it's quid pro quo everywhere. They've all done it. If you want this from the federal government, you must do this. That's just how it is. Right or wrong, it is what it is. So just just get ready for it. They can act all tough and everything else. Give me a break. Doug Ducey's going to stand up to Trump, but he, but he bends over backward for Regina Romero. I know there should never be that kind of a statement ever, but whatever. Um... Something else. Yesterday, I brought up the fact that uh, there was a story that Trump was having his name on the stimulus checks that went out to people yesterday, right? And going out today and every direct deposit, or they might show up at your house and you got to deposit it that way. Uh, and there was a story that his name's going to be on there. He insisted his name be on there, and it's going to delay the process. Well, it turns out uh, the process, according to a Treasury spokesperson, not delayed. They're going out. They're actually being deposited. They're being sent. There's no delay. I think it's honestly hilarious that his that his name is on it. And the media is losing their mind. I think, first off, I think it's great. First off, I think he should tell the World Health Organization, 
If you want money from America to keep funding you, you can't be corrupt. And on top of that, you need to change it from the WHO to the THO, the Trump Health Organization. And I want to see their reaction. <laughs> Just because it makes me laugh. And then, so let's play the soundbite from yesterday at the uh, the news conference where a reporter asked about him with the uh, his, his, his name on the check. He's the one writing the check, isn't he? He's from the federal government. Uh, so, uh, the president, it's number 106, 106. He kind of brushed past it, but it, it's just, it's great. Here we go. Listen to this. Mr. President, why did you have your name added to these coronavirus relief checks? Well, I don't know too much about it, but I understand my name is there. Uh, I don't know where they're going, how they're going. I do understand it's not delaying anything. And I'm satisfied with that. I don't, I don't imagine it's a big deal. I'm sure people will be very happy to get a big, fat, beautiful check and my name is on it. <laughs> I want one of the big fake ones, one of the huge ones. Yeah, to show exactly. Up. Like in Happy Gilmore. Yes, that's what I want. I'm put it up there. Uh, that is so terrible. How can he do this? Do you remember during the uh, Obama stimulus, every sign was brought to you by the whatever they called the the uh, for the uh, whatever the stimulus, the official name of it was. Let everybody this road project, this project brought to you by this brought to you. Well, it didn't say Obama. That's okay. It's a check. What do you want it to say? And, you know, I'm glad that that's what they think is the worst thing ever. That's what you think. That's the biggest deal. Democrats are defending China. Play real quick. Democrats are literally defending China. Do you have that one already? Like Chris Murphy one? Do you have that one or no? Did it not? Did it not get to you? got that one? I got we it. We played it yesterday, but it, it's kind of it's kind of a big deal. It's kind of a huge deal. Chris Murphy, Democrat, Senator, Connecticut. Listen to what he said about who's to blame here. Listen to this. And the reason that we're in the crisis that we are today um, is not because of anything that China did. It's not because of anything the WHO did. It's because of what this president did. It's because of the president. No, he sounds like a Chinese communist right there, doesn't he? We're in this crisis. I mean, it was started in Wuhan in the lab, released from there. China covered it up. WHO lied about it. But that has nothing to do with it. It's President Trump's fault. Given the Chicom propaganda, Democrat Senator Chris Murphy. Yeah, you know, we have more on that. Trump called that. This is why you love Trump being president. I have some sound bites. what he said yesterday. He calls it out for exactly what it is. And we've been clamoring for this. Like, why are we paying for all these things? We're paying $500, $800 million, whatever it is, for the WHO. We fund it the most. And they crap on us. We've had enough. Trump made some unbelievable statements yesterday that, once again, the media is kind of downplaying. That's coming. It calls out Pelosi. It's excellent. All coming up. Uh, com. All right, Gary Lewis with you here. KNSTAM 792 Sons, most stimulating talk. Uh, we'll have the interview up of the sons of the dad that owns that uh, Native American jewelry store up in Winslow. They give their side of the story and how they were basically harassed by the mayor of Winslow, and they just wanted to come to an end. Their dad's a very nimble businessman doing what he needs to do to try to stay in business legally, and apparently got uh, the harassment from the mayor up there. We'll have that up at knst.com and on my Facebook page later on this morning if you missed it. It's going to be 86 and sunny. Enjoy that. Your chance at a grand coming up in less than 20 minutes, up to 12 times a day here on KNST. Don't don't miss out. So we had actually a great point. Amato is the guy's name? Is yes, that right? his name is Amato. Yeah. Okay. 
A great point, because we, we played the Frank Murphy sound by Governor of New Jersey. He had people arrested in a synagogue and said, you can't go to a church, can't go to a synagogue, no large groups of people. Remember the amount of illegals that have hit out in churches because they get sanctuary there, because for some reason the feds, they just don't want to make a big deal and go in there. So the feds won't go get illegals, but they'll go get people that are American citizens that just want to worship and get them out. It's a great point, Amato. Thank you for being smart, and thank you for listening. That is a great point, isn't it? Phenomenal point. American citizens that want to worship can get arrested by the police. Illegal aliens hiding out, breaking the law in a church. They are let alone. Something's not right. And just like California, Gavin Newsom, 125 million bucks going to illegal aliens in that state. 500 bucks per illegal alien adult. 75 million apparently now is uh, going to come from taxpayer money in that great California. Good luck with that. Another 70, another 50 mil coming from charitable donations. Oh boy. Americans are suffering. Let's, let's help out illegals. Um, now let's play, uh, some sound bites. The president was asked 101. I left the question in there because they, you know, they seem so ignorant. These, these media people, they still believe China. Listen to this. Here we go. Why do we have 20% of the world's deaths from the coronavirus and only 4% of the world's population? Well, you don't know what you have. Do you think you're getting honest numbers from some of these countries? Do you really believe those numbers in this vast country called China and that they have a certain number of cases and a certain number of that? Does anybody really believe that? Here's the story. We report everything. We're reporting the cases and our reporting is good. We're reporting every death. In fact, I see this morning where New York added 3,000 deaths because they died, and they're now saying, rather than it was a heart attack, they're saying it was a heart attack caused by this, so they're adding. Yep. Calls calls out New York, too. What a dumb question. 20% of the deaths, only 4% of the world's population. We have 330 million people. There's a lot of countries out there. There's 180-plus countries affected by this. We have a gigantic country, you nitwit. Ignorant fool. You really believe China? Good for him in that aspect. Uh, another one real quick. Number 104, this is this is a classic one, calling out the WHO and more, listen. They didn't want us to close our borders to China, to Wuhan, specifically. They didn't want our borders closed. You take a look, Mike was there, we're all there, and they're criticizing me for closing the border. I did that very early. By the way, I did that very early while Nancy Pelosi was trying to have in San Francisco parties in Chinatown. Because they, she thought it would yep. be great. She wanted to show that this thing doesn't exist. These are people. I tell you, we have some politicians on the other side that don't know what they're doing. If you look at, if you look at timelines, you got to look at some timelines. I love it. You got to look at that. They want to ask. I mean, Nancy Pelosi ended up on some late night show, sitting in front of her fridge with her with her ice cream. And they think they say, "Hey, do you think it was the wrong thing to do to invite people to Chinatown on February 24th? Because no, no, nobody in the media brings it up. Play 105. This is what happened February 24th. This is not long ago. February 24th. Nancy Pelosi in Chinatown in San Francisco. It's exciting to be here, especially at this time, uh, to be able to be unified with our community. Uh, we want to be vigilant about what it might be on the, uh, what is out there in other places. We want to be careful about how we deal with it. But we do want to say to people, come to Chinatown. Here we are. We're, again, careful, safe, and come join us. There you go. Nobody brings that up as she sits at home, and now there's no more money in the, uh, in the Small Business Administration loan program. 
No money. There is none. There is zero. There is zip. I keep getting stuck on this whole Doug Ducey thing. Anyway, we have more. We're going to get to Joe Biden sound bites. This guy is a stumbling, bumbling fool. We'll get to that at 940. Uh, coming up, though, if you missed it, oh, you know what? Actually, we'll do one more from Trump, the one we didn't do. He was asked, how do you keep the balance between opening the economy and then people dying? They still have this and dying. And Trump gave a great answer. That's coming up. Don't 3610. Just so you know, you can listen at home by telling Alexa, play KNST on iHeartRadio. Yeah. Enjoy the stimulation. All right, Garrett Lewis with you here. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk before we get to the Trump soundbite. And we have that one coming up. Uh, Latest numbers... 2,088 new confirmed cases of the Chinese virus. 590 hospitalized, probably a little bit more than that. Who knows? Uh, 4,234 for the the state of Arizona. 7.3 million people. We have 4,234 confirmed. 150 deaths. That... I'm, I'm not downplaying it by that's it. You know, I'm, I'm being flippant like that. But we again, we shut the whole... We ever shut the state down for... And the economy down for the flu. I know I sound like a broken record. It just, it just is, it's inconceivable. I think if they open up for business, I don't know about you, but I, I can't wait to go out to eat. I can't wait to go shop. If you have the money to go do it, if you've still been working, you can go do it. I think there are so many people that are just chomping at the bit to get out. Don't tell me, oh, this is going to be a gradual increase. I think this is going to be a gigantic, like, boom. Like, it's going to be, a, I, I, my, my gut tells me people are so, cooped up that they're like i want to go out and do things again and plus i've like my 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 buddy back and they're gonna have a problem in new york my buddy's wife in new york my best friend's wife she said to my wife i actually had a negative 75 dollar bill on my credit card because i had i had a return <laughs> and it got back and we don't like go out and buy anything she so i mean they're dying to go out and do stuff people are going to do that i think it's going to be insane how much all of a sudden is going to be pumped into the economy that isn't just from the Fed. Anyway, let's continue. Let's play that Trump soundbite. Uh, how do you balance the whole thing with people, uh, you know, basically, uh, you know, getting the economy going versus people that may die? L- listen to the president. Number 100. Here we go. There's also death involved in keeping it close. And I've gone over this with you, and I believe this so strongly. When you look at mental health, when you look at suicides, suicide hotlines, which are exploding, people losing their jobs, when you look at drugs and people that didn't take drugs and now they're becoming drug addicted because they're going through a problem, they have no job, they have no money coming in, other than the money we're getting them. We've opened up the coffers to a large extent. We're helping people. This is why I wish the Democrats would help us a little bit with it, because they should. It's purely partisan what they're doing, and it's bad for our country. But, but you know, there is death by doing, by having this strongly closed country. We have to get back to work. With all of that being said, we're going to start with states and with governors that have done a great job, and they're going to open it up as they see fit, and we're going to be right behind them, and we're going to be working. We're going to be supplying them with things if they don't have them. We want them to have them. Noon today, local time, Trump talking to all 50 governors. I guarantee he's going to be, oh, yeah, nice. Open up the country now. You ones that don't want to open it up, you're going to see the people in your state revolt on you. Open it up. Ducey, Doug Ducey, I'm convinced, does everything by polling. What do people think if I do this? What do people think if I do that? 
I bet you, I guarantee you, Trump's out there. Open it up, boys. This is it. This can't keep going on like this. You want to make a decision? That's fine. You know what? Your state's not going to get a lot. You open it up. You open it up. And you'll have some schmooshbag Democrat governor recording it and leak it out. Trump's going to get tough on this call and say it's got to happen. There's more, by the way. We'll play Joe Biden, and then there's more people calling to open it all. to 25 miles per hour. KNST wants to help with a chance at $1,000. Text the nationwide keyword HOME to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data message rates apply in this nationwide contest. That's HOME to 200-200. Yeah, baby, we're hitting a tipping point. It's what's happening. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Ryan is laughing at my techno uh, doofusry. <laughs> I made that up just now. Um, I'm going to go with that. Should I should I snap a picture of what I get to see every day and the greatness I get to witness? No. Buy a phone no, and put it out no. there? I am in a bunker, in, <laughs> an underground casita bunker. Yes. Leave it alone. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, President Trump going to have a call with all 50 governors today at noon local time. And then, I don't know, about 2, 3 o'clock, who knows when he wants to get out there. It's all up to him. He's going to apparently have a plan to reopen the economy. And he's focusing. He says, I got 29 states in mind. We have to be one of them. Uh, you should be pressuring Doug Ducifer like never before. Like never before to open up. It needs to happen, right? It needs to happen. Uh, second thing I think you need to know, SBA is now out of money. They are out of money. No more, No more loan money. And Democrats are sitting home. Refusing to actually give more money to businesses so they can survive because they want to make sure they get money for hospitals. Wait, wait, what? Speaking of that, third thing I think you need to know, Doug Ducey, all of a sudden now saying, I'm going to reevaluate uh, the elective surgeries. Uh, maybe we'll let them happen at rural hospitals at first, and then as data comes in, maybe the urban ones. We just we just have to see. Let me remind you, he said, no more elective surgeries. Get, get ready for the Chinese virus. And uh, officials from the health department are basing it on the models from healthdata.org, the ones that have never been right, the ones that said 2 million are going to die, then 200,000, then 80,000, 60,000, basing it on that. So Doug Deuce, we have 13,000 beds. He said, I need 15,000 more by the end of April. Guess how many people are actually in a hospital bed because of the Chinese virus in Arizona? 590. Enough is enough. Just say you are, you know what? We tried. We were off. We're going to open the economy. You know, we, we erred on the side of caution. There's nothing wrong. Like, admit you're wrong. You know what? We aired on the side. It happens. This is a tough day. I wouldn't hold it against them. You start getting information from these doctors. You think they're right. They start giving these wacky things. Holy crap, I can't let people die. Fine. And then say, you know what? We we overreacted. We did. It can't play. It's a heat of the moment. It's a chance we take. We're going to be wrong when you make decisions. It's going to be right to make decisions. But now we realize what's going on, and we're going to open up the economy. Hey, they, Doug, you listening? Hey, Doug's people. Tell them to say that. I think I work just fine. Three things I think you need to know. It's not, by the way, just me and just Trump that say, let's go, let's let's get it open. Like, enough is enough. I don't know if you heard this or not, but the um, the mayor of Las Vegas, Carolyn Goodman, who was a Democrat her whole life, became an independent in 09. That's what she is now, just so you know. Yesterday, speaking at a city council meeting, unlike Regina Romero, Listen to this. Hotels and restaurants, our entire 
tourism and convention industry business has been shut down. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. From my perspective, we must open our city. Oh. We must open Southern Nevada, and we must open the state of Nevada. How about that? It would be nice if we had a mayor that wasn't Regina Romero that would say that. I hope everybody remembers Regina, and they resist Regina in the next election. And I hope everybody, Democrat, Independent, Republican, remembers what Regina did to businesses here. I hope they remember. It's snitching, snitching. She wanted you to snitch. She wants people to snitch on businesses that are trying to stay open. They're not causing any harm. Snitch on businesses. What a what a terrible thing to do. Oh, but it's for public safety. No, no, it's it's not. Give me a break. You know these people make decisions when they really had. Data they believed, right? Now the data says something different. They go by these models that have never been correct. They don't want to change. Like, why don't they want to change? Why can't they admit they're wrong? So let's go to the uh, Democrat presidential candidate because we need to have some fun, right? Joe Biden this morning on MSNBC, I believe it speaks for himself. He's talking about how bad it is for, you know, hey, doctors that are, uh, you know, battling the Chinese virus and they you can't see their kids, some of them. But just listen to uh, Joe Biden sitting next to his wife. Why does his wife have to be there? How many interviews did Trump do with his wife? The reason his wife's there is because she wants to try to keep him on track when he loses his train of thought, which happens every every other second. That's my theory. Like, why is your wife there? She's not running for president. Well, she's a doctor. She's not a doctor, doctor. She's a Ph.D., Anyway, listen to this. Here we go. Here's, here's Joe Biden. I sat with a guy yesterday on on a telephone, mm. and he's telling me, he said, I don't know. He said, look, I, 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 I worked uh, at the hospital. And he said, then I, I, got, I got myself in a position where I got the virus, so they quarantined me, and, and they put me in the hospital, and I made it out, and so I'm out. But they don't want me with my family. I'm on the third floor. I spent 15 minutes on the phone with him saying, he said, I have a three-year-old and a four-year-old. They come to the door outside and they just knock on the door and say, Daddy, Daddy, can I see you, Daddy? Can I see you, Daddy? So we spent time going through it. I used to do with my kids when they were little and I couldn't see them. And we'd play games. I said, knock, make up a game. Knock knock on the door and say, this is, you know, practical things. The guy's scared to death. What? And he's, he's worried about his children. He's worried about his wife. I mean... These are practical things. And the president talks about this like, okay, it's going to be okay. We're going to open tomorrow. We're going to do this. I mean, it just, I must tell you, it drives me crazy. I don't know what he doesn't understand. Okay. I, I don't, I don't know what he's, I don't know what he's saying. I don't play a game like I did when I couldn't see my kids. Knock, knock on the, knock, knock on the window. What are you? Are you talking to somebody in New York City, Joe? Because if you're out here in Tucson, uh, that's not happening. That's not happening. And my best friend is a uh, physician's assistant, works at a, a, a hospital in Queens in a very low socioeconomic area. It's a poor area. And they are packed, packed to the gills. And he goes home. You know what he does? They have the washer and dryer in their garage. He takes up his clothes, throws them in the wash, goes straight to the shower, washes off. 
He's got PPE. These people, man. These people, these Bidens. These Bidens, I tell you. This is the best that the Democrats can do, huh? Okay. Uh, Even better, uh, Joe Biden speaking on his own, a virtual town hall. A virtual town. You ready for this one? Uh, talking about, I guess, Americans, frontline workers, whatever. Here we go. And I'm not going to serve so-and-so because they're... You know, I'm going to go to the beginning. Why not? Just, just listen. This is about us. Yes. It's not about an individual. It's about all of us. Yes. And folks, I hope we're realizing that mm. the core and basic instincts of the American people are decent and honorable. I don't hear anybody saying I'm not going to serve so-and-so because they're of Mexican descent or they're Egyptian or I'm not oh, Egyptian. going to deal with Egyptian someone out of a burning automobile because of their color or their race or their background because they may have they may have the virus. I'm not what? going to we're not doing that. We're just stepping up. Hang on. I'm not going to take somebody out of a burning car because they may have they might be brown or black and have the Chinese virus. That's that's a new one. And I like it, by the way, they're not going to serve someone because they're Mexican or Egyptian. Oh, okay. How do you know you are? They look like one? <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm going to hold my comments. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. It's, hang on. Let's, let's, let's continue with this guy. It's got to be the tan. The decent, honorable thing. That's the soul of America. Oh, You're showing the soul of America to the rest of the world. It's about time we showed our respect, our admiration, and our support for all you're doing for all of us. The frontline workers. And God Thank bless you, you all, and may God protect our troops. What? What? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? No. No. You know, and he's almost doing what politicians did before Trump, and they still do. They they talk about platitudes. I always go back to Marco Rubio trying to convince trying to convince you to vote for him because his dad was a bartender. I don't care. Trump got up there said, "Vote for me. I'm going to build the wall. I'm going to get better trade deals." Ding! You got it. But my dad was a bartender, and I had to pay my way through college. I don't care. So did I. I'm going to make sure that we get other countries in Europe to pay for NATO. Ding! You got it. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Um, We will continue because I have so much more. Oh, so much more. Don't go anywhere. It is. Ah, yes. Hello. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 792 Sons Most stimulating talk thank you for hanging out the weather i mean again it couldn't be any better after you see what's going on in uh, in michigan great that people are revolting by the reminds me of the tea parties from like 10 years ago 11 years ago you expect 30 inches of snow in the uh, upper peninsula jeez 86 and sunny here baby you can't beat that you can't beat it um i hope i i can't wait to find out what is going on with this whole situation, uh, with, with the economy opening again, with Trump making those statements, see what Ducey's going to do. Yeah, I think I'm going to call, and I haven't even 
sent any messages to him yet, but I think we'll get Daniel McCarthy on the show tomorrow because I'm getting information. Apparently, there's going to be some some kind of an event. He's not in charge of it. He is not behind it. I think he has talked about it. I think it's for the 19th. What is that, Monday? Sunday. To go to uh, Phoenix and like our own version of Operation Gridlock to basically tell Ducey, wake up, dude. Wake up, man. I want to see what Daniel has to say uh, as to what Ducey can do, will do, what Trump says today, and about this event, too, because I'm assuming that he he will be there, right? I'm assuming he'll be there. So we'll get him on for that as well. Um, I just I just love the fact we, we look at what's going on. All of these, Ducey's trying to convince us through his uh, Department of Health that we go by the modeling. Modeling says we'll hit our peak April 30th. Others may... None of these models have been correct. Why should we trust them now? You know, off they've been. You have Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, now actually giving away the ventilators that he cried about for weeks. We need 30,000. We need 40,000. We need these ventilators. I could have 26,000 people die if I don't get these ventilators. Now he's giving them away. Giving them away. Incredible. So we have a lot to uh, to keep an eye on. Follow me on Facebook and Twitter, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow it at Garrett Lewis on Twitter. Because as the day progresses with the news, I'll comment and I'll talk to you tomorrow. KNST Tucson. From the Trajan Wealth Studio. Your local fiduciary. TrajanWealth.com. This is KNST AM 750.